Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for this Life Sunday message is taken from the 41st Psalm with an emphasis on these words. Blessed is the one who considers the poor. In the day of trouble, the Lord delivers him. The Lord sustains him on his sickbed. In his illness, you restore him to full health. This is our text, dear brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. A biblical Christian view of life begins and ends with Christ. We learn to value life from the moment of conception, for example, because the Son of God, who was God and is God, took on the form of a servant and was enfleshed in the womb of Mary by the power of the Spirit, as a real-life human when he was conceived by the Spirit. We learn from Christ to value the human body, for his was fearfully and wonderfully made, knit together by the Father, and in his baptism was anointed by the Holy Spirit and was, in fact, the temple of God, and therefore worthy to be honored and treated as holy by his followers even after his death and burial. So also are the bodies of all human beings likewise created in the image of God, for they too are fearfully and wonderfully made by the Father as he knits them together in their mother's wombs. But more than that, the bodies of the baptized, by having the Holy Spirit dwell within them, are also temples of God, to be treated as holy in the sight of God and not just as shells, to be objectified, abused, or disregarded. We learn from the universal atonement of Christ, which was accomplished by his death on the cross, that God the Father very much loves humanity. He loves all of humanity and desires for all humanity to be saved. This is why he sent his son, Christ Jesus, as the propitiation for our sins. But not just our sins, the sins of the whole world. Rich or poor, young or old, male or female, a child in the womb all the way to a great-grandfather whose body has grown weak. We learn a Christian biblical view of life from Christ himself, who in his body and soul together has fulfilled and carried out the words of the 41st Psalm, our theme passage for this Life Sunday. Blessed is the one who considers the poor. In the day of trouble, the Lord delivers him. Dear friends, before we consider how we might care for the weak and the lowly among us, we must first hear these words from Psalm 41 and we must apply them to Christ. Blessed is the one who considers the poor. He is the one who considers the poor. He is the one who considers the weak and the lowly. He is the one who sees a sinful, wretched humanity, dead in our trespass and sin, following the course of this sinful world and being led astray by the power of the prince of the air and in his dominion of darkness. God sees that. He sees all of it. But he sees our helpless, sinful condition not as a reason to avoid us and to stay away. Rather, he is the one who sees our sin and our lost and condemned state as the very reason which he comes down to be our Savior. He does not only consider those who are poor in spirit, as we might give consideration to a person's situation when we decide whether or not they are worthy of action, But rather, Christ's consideration is what causes him to act on the day of trouble. 
in order to deliver the poor and the lowly from their meager estate. He considers us chief of sinners though we be, and because of his eternal divine love for us, Christ is compelled to bring about our deliverance. Blessed is Christ who considers the poor. The depth of the love of God is revealed in Jesus Christ who endured hatred and betrayal in order to deliver the lives whom the Father formed and knit together. On the night in which he was betrayed, after washing his disciples' feet, Jesus quoted a portion of this psalm in reference to, of all people, Judas Iscariot and the act of betrayal which he was soon going to bring about. The scripture will be fulfilled. He who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. I am telling you this now before it takes place, that when it does take place, you may believe that I am he. The one who came because of his love and consideration for a lost and condemned people is he who would have Judas, his own disciple, who had received his love and hospitality, who ate his bread, rise up against him. And as the psalm confesses, lift up his heel to strike him with an act of betrayal, handing him over to those who would crucify him. This is how he loves us to the end. When he who knew no sin became sin for us and was delivered up to his enemies for our trespasses to be crucified for our deliverance. On the cross, at his suffering and death, Jesus even loved those who had become his enemies. When being reviled, he did not revile. When suffering, he did not lash out with wild threats. But he continued entrusting himself to the Father, who judges justly as he bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and now live to righteousness. For by this act of loving deliverance and the wounds which he earned in the process, the lowly of this world have found their healing. Jesus knew that his vindication would come. He knew that there was no need to depart from the acts of love which the Father had given him to do, acts to which he was completely obedient even unto his own death. He knew that he could bear all the pain, the hatred, the vengeance of humanity, because in the end, he would be vindicated. His death would give way to new life. Psalm 41 confesses that as well. But you, O Lord, be gracious to me and raise me up, that I may repay them. By this I know that you delight in me. My enemy will not shout in triumph over me. Death that looked like defeat would become Jesus' vindication. As in his resurrection, he would be glorified and revealed to the world as our victorious Savior. The Lord had indeed upheld him because of his integrity. The Father accepted his perfect self-sacrifice. His resurrection is the revelation of his victory over sin, death, and the devil. But friends, it also reinforces the value of the lives which Christ came to save. For in him, we too are given newness of life. The one who considers the lowly of this world is none other than he who is risen from the dead. And now in his ascension, he too reigns in the presence of the Father, our friend and our advocate, our hope for this life and for the life of the world to come. And so we in the church continue to learn from him 
a biblical Christian view of life. Though we were but lowly sinners, destined for the grave, still he considered us worthy to come and give his life so that we would be rescued and redeemed. Is there any among us who is outside of this love of Christ? Is there anyone in our community for whom Christ's death was not suffered? Is there anyone whom the Lord God does not want to comfort with the preaching of the resurrected Lord Jesus? What about those among us who wrestle with God's design for life, who struggle with abuse, abortion, depression, illness, miscarriage, or the early loss of a loved one? What about those who, because of these things or others, have come to view life as a burden and not a gift? Blessed is the one who considers such persons worthy to come and shed his blood so that they too would be delivered from guilt and shame with the promise of life and the forgiveness of sins. What about those who have been given a terminal diagnosis? Those stricken with poverty, the aged, the lonely, those enduring mental disability, or those who have endured hostility from the ones who should have ministered to them? Blessed is the one Jesus Christ who has given his body into death so that these very people would know that nothing can separate them from the love of God. And what about those whose children have departed from the faith? What about those who suffer temptations which cause their consciences to be stricken or which make them embarrassed? What about those who think that there can be no room for them in the church? What about those who have suffered acts of violence, hatred, or betrayal from the hands of those who claim the name of Christ. Blessed still is the one and only Christ Jesus, who teaches us with his life and with his love, and who redeems the lost with his death, who renews the troubled with his resurrection. Blessed is the one who brings forgiveness to the nations by baptizing them and sealing them with God's everlasting love. Blessed is the one who feeds the lowly among us with his very body and blood, so that those who receive his holy communion might be raised up and united to him, and by his Spirit taught also to consider the lowly among us. For if the love of God in Christ is for us, then it must be for all people. And so we learn from Christ this biblical Christian view of life. And in this view of life, we too consider the poor and the lowly, Regardless of their sin, regardless of their infirmity, their age, their politics, their poverty, as those who, like us, the Father has formed and the Son has redeemed. And that, dear friends, makes them, all of them, worthy of our love and compassion. In Jesus' name, amen. May the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, Guard and keep your hearts and minds in the same Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen.